All right, we're back. Creator Club podcast, episode number 60. You're here with John Marsh. And if you're a coach or creative business owner on this podcast show, we do episodes to teach you the key skills to attract dream clients in your business, learn to love your sales and grow your business with confidence. Sometimes on the show, I have guests. Usually it's every second episode. I interview a coach or creative business owner, an expert in the field, and we hear about their story. And then other times I do solo stuff and you just get to listen to my voice as we talk through something that comes up for coaches quite often or comes up for creative business owners. That's what we're doing today. We're going to talk about productivity. I'm going to share what I believe is probably a little bit of a contra view, a little bit of a contrarian view on productivity because I think that there's a lot of confusion out there. There's a lot of mind control out there and there's a lot of, you know, people who are, there are a lot of people who are stuck and that word is overused, but literally are looking at a million ideas and not executing on them. And that is something that we need to break through in order to get the business result. And so we're going to look at this in a different light here and see if it it might help you, might resonate if that's you. And then I'm also going to share the win the week productivity framework because we've just released version 2.0 and it's a really great framework tool that can help you with your weekly productivity. But we're going to keep this short overall. Now the the way I'm going to kick it off is I got a question that came through a few days back and the question was around productivity and it basically was, and I'll paraphrase it, but it was basically saying, hey, like I've got tons of ideas. I know all these things that I need to do. It's like a list, but I don't know what to, I don't know what to do and nothing is getting done. And effectively it's this, the situation of having tons of ideas, but no follow through, right? Because the list is so big, there's so many ideas that, you know, you can get frozen and people are getting frozen. And a lot of times I think what happens is you get this list going and I've been there before with this as well, uh, before I discovered what I'll share with you today. But you get this huge list of things and you look at it and you've got all these things that you want to do, but there's resistance to a bunch of them, right? And the result is you don't do any of them. Instead, you take a little break and you go and you jump on a social media or something. And when you do that, then you get hit by the mind control. I was talking to somebody the other day around this concept of mind control. I want to break it down a little bit quickly just to see how tangible this actually is. And I talk about mind control here without judgment, right? Because the truth is mind control, can, the mind control of the social media can get any of us at any time. The trick is once you know about it, then you can you can snap yourself out of it or you can avoid the situations where you're susceptible, right? If you think that you naturally will just not be mind controlled using social media, then you're probably kidding yourself because these things are very, very, very powerful. Okay, so the way to think about mind control and how that plays out is if you look down on yourself where you use your phone, right? Maybe it's in your, maybe on the couch or maybe you're at your desk or whatever and you're scrolling, right? And you see your thumb going up and down and your head's kind of leaning forward. You know, it looks like your neck's kind of craned forward. You're scrolling on social media. Ask yourself the question, would I be doing that activity if 
social media didn't exist, right? Would I be doing that if, would I be doing that motion physically if social media didn't exist? Answer is probably no, right? Because you'd be doing something else, right? It makes sense. And a way to a way to contrast this is when I was talking to this person about it, I was driving my car uh, to the beach, right? And so I was going to the beach for a walk. If I didn't have the car, I would have walked to the beach anyway. I was going there no matter what. The car was just a vehicle to get there, right? But with the social media thing, you wouldn't, I was thinking about this, you wouldn't actually be doing that with your hand if it wasn't for social media. So <clears throat> we can agree that the social media in some level is controlling the body. Well, the question then is what controls the body? Your mind, right? So there is a control of the mind that's going on that's controlling the body. The mind is the thing that's being controlled. Now that's the f only the first order of mind control. Then you've got the belief systems and information and all the rest of it that's coming through on top of it but on a very basic level this mind control that takes your your autonomy and then you end up in this uh, doom scroll situation or whatever it is that then kicks in on top of the too many ideas and now we've got this this storm right this thing that can really uh, bring in the self-doubt it can really bring in the am i even able to do this and it can bring in the whole cycle because now time passes hours pass or whatever it is and you got the little alert that pops up it's like hey you've you've maxed out your time on this app and you click ignore and you keep going on it and the cycle just keeps going and then you come back to that list and it still hasn't gone down right it's brutal okay so we've got to break this this cycle what this cycle has done is and this is very, very common, right? That's just one thing I want to say. It's very common. Now, what the cycle has done is it's left us in a position where we got lots of ideas, but very low follow through, right? Tons of ideas, zero follow through. So let's call that base case. Now, a lot of times when people have this situation, they go, I want to be more productive. They start to look at these complex systems, right? There's, you can do Gantt charts, you can build second brains, you can do these quadrants where you, rank your topics from urgent to important and then number them one to four and then break those down and then allocate them to timelines and you can do all of these different things that are for for most people to be honest like way too complicated for the amount of bandwidth they've got mentally and i've tried those things as well before myself uh, it could be that because i work a little bit more chaotically they didn't resonate or it just could be because a simpler approach for me worked better. Now, those things are gonna work for other people really well, but if it's not working for you, if you need something simpler, then we need to look at a different direction. Okay, so the alternative to that is what you do is you look at that list and you, you go, okay, what are the top three things here? Like what needs to be done? And you're gonna have three things and you're gonna know what those are, right? You're gonna intuitively understand that You've got to send an email, you've got to organize an event, you've got to share your offer, or you have to um, message some clients that you work with. You're gonna know intuitively what those three things are. Okay, part two is the next question. What is, out of the three things that you've got written down, what's the coolest one, right? What do you like the most? What's the, what's the most fun? Where are you gonna have the most fun? Circle, put a circle around that, allowing yourself to ignore everything else. So now you got one thing, right? It might be write a story for an email 
or it could be work on an event that I've got coming up. Uh, we've got a, a live event, a world building event coming up November 12th for Creative Club. It's going to be so cool. Like it, world building is the most, is the coolest part of business growth, the most powerful uh, way to grow a business. And so designing the world building event, the live event is a really fun thing, right? So, so that's an example. Okay, once you've circled the one that's the most fun, just ignore everything else and just finish that one thing. Even finish one action under that one idea. Now, everyone will be like, okay, but I didn't get the most important thing done or these other things still need to work. Absolutely, but what did we do? We shifted from tons of ideas, zero follow through to tons of ideas, one follow through, right? That's a 100% increase or way more than 100% because it was zero. So that's a 100% increase on your follow-through rate, okay? Now, this is sending a signal. This is telling a different story back to your brain. Now you're seeing that you can execute. You're seeing follow-through on a low-hanging fruit task. All right, let's go again. What's the next most fun thing to do? And what we're doing here is the opposite of the whole eat the frog system, which is basically... Do the hard work first. In theory, and at times, that is absolutely the probably the best thing to do. But if you find yourself stuck, use curiosity, use interest, use the most the coolest thing to get your wheels turning. Why would you, if you're stuck and you're not moving forward, why would you use the least interesting task as the the thing to get the wheels back in motion? right? It makes no sense. And I'm sh at times it will work. But if it's not working, if you've got these big ideas, focus on the most fun thing, right? It's like you want to, let's say you want to get in shape, right? You want to do some training. Why would you pick something that's incredibly boring? Why would you pick walking, running on a treadmill indoors at night or whatever, that's the most boring thing that you could do. You could go for a walk outside in the sun. You could go for a trail walk. You could go to you know, learn a different kind of movement. You go to dance class, all these things. Find something that's tapped into what's fun and then use that for the mechanism, for the momentum. Then we move into the other tasks, okay? Because what we're doing now is we're training follow through. And when we think about productivity, at a root level, it's simply the amount of follow through that we have on ideas that will move the vision forward, right? If we have no follow through on ideas that will move the vision forward, we've got zero productivity. Everybody talks about intention, right? This is like the hot topic word in the whole growth industry is like, make sure that you have intent and bring intent and intention to your work. A lot of people lie awake at night with a lot of intention for a lot of time, right? It's those who have follow through on an idea or ideas that are going to be the ones that see the growth, right? That see the result. Follow through is much more important than intention. Intention is, is, is great, but it needs to be executed. It needs to be, it needs to have follow through. And so what this does is it trains follow through. You go, okay, cool. I finished that. I finished the one that was fun. I did something else after that. Now I can deploy this momentum. What else needs to be done, right? And maybe it's the following day or whatever. We move into the thing that's a little bit more laborious, but we have momentum. 
we're seeing ourselves now as someone who executes, who has follow through. We're building a string, right? We're building a uh, checking off another string to add to the list of things that we got done. So it's a compounding positive effect. Okay, uh, this is, you know, it's a different way to go. A lot of people, they hang their hat on motivation and discipline or discipline beats motivation. That's the whole, you know, David Goggins line and all of this. And I get that. Uh, to be honest, so like even with training, you know, and I, I bring this up just because it's something I, I've done for a long time and seen others do. This yes, there's motivation, then there's the discipline, which is more powerful. But to 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 me, the key driver for training is curiosity, is interest, is fun, is cool, right? Like it's I'm training because it's a cool thing to do and I like it. And in a sense, although we don't want to be doing business just based on how we feel, we want to also listen to that curiosity, listen to what lights us up, listen to where we're going to have fun and do it, right? If you want to design t-shirts for your brand and if that's going to be a, a valid marketing strategy or a gift that you can bring to clients and it will be fun, do it. You know, if you want to run a live event and you're into coaching, but you're also into art and you can think about a way to bring the two together and it makes it more fun for you and other people might be interested, do that, right? And this is this is a way to bring your world, your interests into your world and liven things up in a way that uh, is very, very powerful. And it comes back to the concept of of this idea of the creator. The creator is imaginative and artistic, helps to realize a vision, right? The creator has endurance, but they're not, uh, I believe that we're not, we, we need endurance, but we're not put on this earth to endure, right? That's not the goal is to, to mechanically endure. Yes, there's endurance. Yes, there's persistence. Yes, there's discipline. But there's also curiosity. There's also adventure. There's also uh, looking at what lights you up doing the things that you want and then bringing discipline, bringing these things into it. And I think this is a, for me, it's been a, a really helpful way to look at productivity and, you know, uh, in order to produce books and, and emails and marketing and programs and all of these things there's always had to be some level of interest or some level of, of things that light me up to, to get those wheels turning, to get the thing moving. And then discipline is, you know, if anything, the thing that keeps it going. Uh, so give that a shot if, you, if it resonates and if you get stuck with too many ideas, not enough follow through, train the follow through by picking up the most fun idea for you and getting stuck into that, executing it quickly with speed. I like this concept of same day speed, which is like, you know, you have that idea, you have that, you have it outlined in the morning, see if you can execute it that day and ship it. And uh, this is training, training the follow through, which is like a muscle, and then deploy that over into the other tasks as well and into your momentum uh, on everything else that you need to do but it starts to come a lot easier. And then uh, on top of this, you know, we just have to, we have to block the, the mind control wherever that's coming through, TV, radio, phones, whatever it is, while you're in this process of, of executing, of, of building follow through. Uh, basically, this is your, your world that you're moving forward 
no matter how motivational the podcast or whatever else can be coming into your your eyes or your ears, it's not going to be as powerful as you executing on your stuff and shipping it out there. That's it for today. If you want some more help with productivity, check out Win the Week Productivity Framework. Version 2.0 is now up. I'll put the link in the show notes. Version 1.0 was very popular and people continue to give us feedback on it. Uh, 2.4 is even a little bit better. It's slightly cleaned up a little bit. A couple of different uh, ideas in the prompts. And if you found this episode helpful, forward it to a friend, subscribe to the show. That's the most helpful thing you can do for us. And we will see you on the next episode. 